It's that episode, not that episode. It's that episode. With Craig Rowe. Welcome to It's That Episode, the podcast where I, Craig Rowan, invite a guest over my apartment. We watch any TV show that they choose. We watch it. We talk about it. We talk about a bunch of other crap. Today, I'm very excited. Uh, Jared Logan is here. He's a writer for The Late Late Show with James Corden. Please welcome him to here. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Thanks, everyone. And by that, I mean just you, Craig. You and me and an empty room. Yeah. Um, how are you, Jared? I'm good. I feel good. You feel good? You look good? Been hitting the gym. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, what, yeah. What's your... Um, you can tell. I'm you look... Sure, you yeah. Look, what do you... What's your routine? Um, Stare at my phone for a little while. Is this a... Get like some a water. 24-hour 24, uh, 24 fitness type gym? No. What is it? It's a crunch. Okay. I've been in a crunch before. Yeah. It's a real gay crunch over in West Hollywood. Okay. Um, and I go and I, I don't know, I run the treadmill. Nice. Listen to podcasts while I do that. That's cool. And, uh, yeah, and do some sit-ups and that's about it. Sit-ups on the floor at the gym? Like in... All of the exercises I do, you do not need a gym right. to accomplish. <laughs> I do sit-ups, push-ups. Yeah. I like lifts. In Brooklyn, I was, I swam at the Y at like a bunch of, like three or four times a week and hear the Y in Hollywood is just so yeah. sad that the was, Brooklyn Y was okay. I'm even ninth, surprised it was about that. Amazing. The pool was magnificent. They yeah. just built a new pool. And here it's just like old people in a very dank, dark basementy pool. And I just feel I, I can't, I, I stopped going. Does it have one of those signs? Do, please do not have diarrhea. Please in don't the have pool. diarrhea. No, but that is like a big LA thing is that yeah. every pool has multiple signs that say if you had diarrhea within the last two weeks, which Good for you if you like. If you had it within the last two weeks, I don't know anybody that's going to shit in your pool is not going to pay attention. Yeah, to the exactly. Sign. My grandma used to have. We had a pool. She did. My grandmother, and she used to have a sign. Um, this is our ool. Notice there is no p in it. Let's keep it that way. Whoa. Yeah, and she put that up, and then my mother, my mother, my mother, my mother and father bought the house. And we took the sign down, and my grandma kept like putting it up. That's really funny. She thought it was important. Did she also call it an ool? As no. <laughs> no, but she honestly thought the sign wasn't just a decoration. She was like, what are you going to do if someone pees in the oh, pool? Oh, that's really funny. You need to let you them know. You need this comical yeah. sign. And it says it in a cute way. You're not coming down it's on them cute. too hard. And it's not really passive aggressive. It's like it's it does the job. Yeah. I mean, my grandmother was is the most passive aggressive woman i've ever met in my life <laughs> so probably on some level it was passive aggressive but. well i guess you could say that that house you lived in was full or transition nice um so holy shit i did it you did that really well um so you have decided to watch fuller house that's right tell me a little bit about this just dropped on netflix when we're recording this i think mere one less than a week since it's dropped. I think so. And um, so why did you choose this and what episode did you choose? Um, I chose the episode I'm on. I haven't gotten to... I, I don't really like to binge. Uh-huh. Okay. Television to me is a treat, so I like to make it special. So I go, oh, what do I want to watch today? And then I watch one. My wife likes to binge. She likes to watch nine in a row. So we always have to have a bunch of shows going at once so I can jump around. Right. But uh, Fuller House I chose because I sincerely like Full House and this show. And I am I have guilt 
about that maybe, but I do. I don't have... think you need to, need to have any guilt around it. Yeah. We're, now I assume we're of the same age. Yes, I think so. I think we are. I'm 36. I'm oh, I'm a little younger. I'm 32. Okay. I just turned 32. <laughs> you didn't say happy birthday, but <laughs> fine. Happy. Okay. And um, I'm not gonna say it now. But this show. This was like, I mean, I I assume now there are shows for kids that are like this, but TGIF was like yeah. the mecca. I, well, I guess not because shows on TV don't have as huge of a viewership as they used to. Right. So this show was gigantic and um, we were at sort of prime ages for this to be part of our lives. It was um, it was the kind of thing where I saw it first run. I saw it on oh, the night course. it aired, yes. Friday yeah. nights, TGIF. Yeah, probably and 8 or 8.30, something like that. Absolutely. And then, then for, I mean, easily six, seven years, I caught it every single night of my life, probably in reruns. It was in re- Full House was in reruns. Um, I assume, I mean, one of the shows that I've just seen every episode, probably, um, I vaguely, I don't really remember. Oh, I was looking up last week. I wanted to watch a fuller house and I saw that the finale episode of full house had something to do with Michelle having amnesia. I believe that she fell off a horse and had amnesia. Maybe I have amnesia. I don't even remember this. I know. See, that's what I'm saying. It's one of those shows where it was so big, but I don't really have... They all melded together. The later years are really, really vague to me. I think I started hitting puberty, so there was other stuff on my mind. Jeff Franklin, the creator of the show, sort of disavows the last two seasons because he... Um, I just read this somewhere, but he wasn't as involved. He moved on to other projects. Yeah. So he sort of is like the quality of the show seasons, whatever, seven or eight or something right. that aren't as good as the perfect episodes. Of I mean, I six. believe it. There is a, there is a quality to this. It's, is, is it like goofy, corny, like smiley face yes. jokes? Yes. Yes. But the timing and like the, um, the tone of it is perfected it's it's sort of like a perfect sitcom it has all of the tropes yeah it has the strings coming in at the end the lesson being learned it has all the catchphrase every character has yes, a catchphrase everybody's got one well danny danny doesn't but he does the hugs and he's sort of like uh, yeah. he's mr clean like he was which i was rem- before you came i just watched the um first episode of fuller house just right. and i was but we'll talk about it after we watch. They bring up his cleaning they, like it's like, wow, we all know this about Danny. And then like Steve, his thing is that he eats a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like it's so funny where it's like you can boil down a whole character into like, I want some more crudité. Like well, that is that is how you perform Commedia dell'arte. That's true. Yes. Each character has one gimmick. Wow, you're right. Can I talk about my favorite Full House before we get into yeah, Fuller House? Yeah, of course, of course. No, please. not favorite, but the one that always sticks with me. No, oh, Michelle I, having amnesia. Do you know which one? No, I'm but say? I'm gonna, I'm gonna like clock in what I think my favorite one is, and then I'm gonna definitely the death of Papuli. Do you know this? <laughs> Wait, oh, Papuli, you mean uh, John Stamos's uncle? John Stamos is is his, his is, dad? His oh, maybe is his dad, and it's the yeah, grandfather. Yeah, it's the grandfather <laughs> that you never meet until the episode where he dies. <laughs> And then it's like a big sad deal. It's a very special episode where they explain death to Michelle. Yes, I remember. And um, so strange. Like, it's just like, because it affected me as a kid. Like, I found it really, really sad. Uh, and But then at the same time, like, you would never, they'd never mention Papuli. No, they've never. They're a family. They've got, they've lost the daughter uh, of Papuli. She's dead. 
The <laughs> Uncle Jesse had to come move in. They needed help raising the kids. Right, right, right. But I think Papuli was in Greece or something. That's why he couldn't I like, come. I like evil. Th- these are. I'm going to lead up to my favorite one. But um, there was Manny Tanner, the evil Danny Tanner. There was an episode where I don't. What? Know if, I don't know if it was a dream or something. Did he get into Stefan Urkel's machine? There was a little bit of Stefan is okay. in there. And then there was the one with. Um, uh, what's John Samos's character's name? Jesse. Jesse. It was um, Jesse Stavros. 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 It was the the cool. Je- it, it, John Samos played another character. Beautiful. I love like the episodes that have like two, a character playing a person playing two characters. Yeah. And then my favorite one was that they they had a um, what's it called a time capsule, and you find out that John uh, that. All three of the adult Jesse, men, Joey, and Danny. Danny knew each other since childhood. Like, of course. But Joey... Joey it makes no sense makes that Jesse would have known Danny and Joey. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> Jesse was uh, Danny's wife's brother. Right. So, what? yeah, why, that's why really odd. Why did they know each other unless... Childhood sweethearts? I don't know. So strange. So strange. Yeah. That's very, very rare. Childhood sweethearts. So before we watch the the third episode of the first season of Fuller House, what did, what did you think about the first two? I I thought that okay, so there are differences now from Full House. They do a, a little bit of like meta. They they look straight to camera, breaking the fourth breaking wall. Breaking the fourth wall. Sometimes it call like they do jokes that call out like that they're in an episode of Full House. I didn't find that that stuff bothered me very much. I I thought it a little cringeworthy. Oh, it's definitely cringeworthy, yeah. but it doesn't really... For some reason, it's not ruining it for me. I like it. I like it. What do you think about... Can I just say that there were so many, in the first episode, so many sex jokes, and it made me feel really weird, like... Who is this for? Because I don't, I, 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 mm. I remember the original one, and I don't think that they would have a semen joke or a Kama Sutra joke, and and I know that this is for like pe- people like us if we had children, you know, like sure for our, us to share this with our kids. Sort is of. that what it's for? I don't know who. That's what it's I'm a saying. Show is that I'm, I, it's who a is show that for? I like, so I assume it's for shut-ins. You know okay. I mean? yeah, like yeah, invalids, yeah. Right, um, right? People with bed sores, hoarder hoarders, right. uh, people with lots of cats that they talk to almost exclusively. I I I, always, I get very much like a um, uh, young woman who reads. Uh, no, not young woman. I guess anymore, but a thirty thirty something woman who reads People magazine. You think that or but, Jared Logan vibe? But do you think that's what the makers of this are going for? I think they're going for the young hip, or not Ooh, even. Ooh, they're not going to no, get they're that. Not, they're not going to hip. They're looking for a kids show. The, some of the main characters are kids. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah, mean, you're right. I guess you're let's right. Let's explain the setup of the show now. It's that sure. DJ Tanner has one kid, two kids. She has two. She has two boys. A baby and a and a. No, I'm sorry. She has three. She has a baby. She has a young son and then a, a slightly older son who's still, I think. You know, he's like a tween. He might be. He might he's be eleven. He's thirteen. Oh, I he's think. thirteen. He's okay. In the first episode. Yeah. And then now in the first episode, um, Stephanie, her sister, moves in. She's a DJ now. She's a DJ called DJ Tanner. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, then, and then Kimmy Gibbler, the next door neighbor, is like there to help out. Never that big a character. Always just a recurring guest just star. Just a recurring guest star. But now she's star. like a main part. I, no, of it. I think she had an opening credit in the show. At one point. You're right. Actually, you're right. 
Yeah, so, just but, not at the very beginning. Yeah, yeah, and um, and then the I I missed the last three minutes of the first episode, but I assume it's going to be a rotating thing where Danny and Joey and and J- Jesse pop in once in a while to help. Out. That's right. So from what I gathered from episode two, they pop in. They're not they're not all in every episode. Right. Yeah. Which so. That's cool. Good for them. And don't don't forget that Kimmy Gibbler is separated from her husband Ramon and has a daughter named I'm missing it right now. But Jimmy so, Gibbler. No, I don't know. No, I don't remember her yeah, daughter. She, okay, well, I'll know it right after we watch again. Um she, and then and then through all that the the first episode there was so much exposition because they had to explain so much stuff. But yeah. but DJ Tanner's husband died fighting fires yes he was a fireman and, he's and a he fireman. died in the line of duty saving lives and steve her high school sweetheart is is still uh, in the picture now he he's might trying. be back in the picture and remind me and dj is a veterinarian or dj's a veterinarian okay great she also is uh, just terrifying i mean i like the show i lo- i really but i love all the actors way more than candace cameron really i think oh. she looks good she's the one that looks like like the healthiest like she took a right the right path after oh. being on the show i hear everybody of, else like i mean no offense like yeah. i know that time just happens like but J- danny tanner all the three old men they have like these this bloated f- faces like you know that They've just been living off the the residuals and having just not treating themselves well. You know, Stamos looks incredible. He, oh, he oh sorry, he looks incredible. I'm talking about uh, Joey. I mean Joey. And Joey Danny. Sweeten. Ah, she she had, looks okay. She, she looks had, good. She had no no no. I wasn't. She had um, a meth problem. Really, at a certain point, and now she has fake breasts. Well, Candace Cameron, to me, it's not really her physical appearance that uh, gives me uneasiness. It's she has the the kind of like crazed eyes and quavering voice of like a tammy faye baker Mm, like there's definitely speaking as someone who was raised as like a west virginia fundamentalist pentecostal Uh kid when i was young oh really okay and do you know she's like extremely religious person in real life in real life yes along with her her brother kirk Kirk, well, Kirk wears it on his sleeve. Well, I think that so does Candace oh, Cameron does Burr. Isn't she? She's married to a hockey player or something. I don't now that I don't know for certain. Okay, but she, I, she, wait, she like preaches, and she's not as loony as uh, can, uh, whatever. Kirk, Kirk. I might have to research it. I don't know if she's as loony, but I can, I can tell you, I definitely get like a vibe, a vibe from, from her. her. I yeah. get an apocalyptic vibe. Yeah, I sort of see that. I, I can just see her not letting you into a shelter if shit hit uh, the fan. Like you know, Twilight Zone style. Yeah. Well, um, I think that's a good way to set up. We're gonna watch uh, episode three of uh, Full ha- Fuller House, and I believe it's called Funner House. <laughs> which, I mean, that sounds amazing. So uh, let's check it out. Nobody puts Gibbler in a corner. Good one, Kimmy. I was just going to stay in tonight, but my friends insisted that I go out and have some adult fun. They knew I needed to take care of me. Oh, I love you guys so darn much. Thank you, Euphoria. Teacher Miss Murray, who had no faith in me, but that only made me work harder. 
Funner House. We're back. Funner wow, House. Episode was... three of Fuller House. First of all, I said that the dad's name was Ramon. It's not. It's Fernando. Kimmy Gibbler's ex-husband. Yes. Or, or soon to be ex-husband is. Soon to be ex-husband. And Ramona is their little girl. Right. Um, that was... I mean, that show episode confused me. I mean, we th- it was fun television. We, it was Funner, funner House. Like I'll start by saying it was I can I can watch the show like. It, it do does, you enjoy it at all? Is what my question is. To I'm, be honest, like, do you enjoy it? I I don't think I would watch the show if it wasn't for this podcast. Sure. Um, okay. I enjoyed moments of it, but I think you were sort of saying while we were talking about it about like consumer television of like, it's just reminding me. It's just hitting a pleasure center of my brain. That's like. I used to like this, so now, like hearing how rude, yes, is is it, that's what it does for me for sure. I was trying to think of whether do I like this ironically or do I just like this because um, I don't I don't want to be someone who likes things ironically or like how can you tell if you're liking something ironically or not or is are you really liking it but you don't want to say you're liking it so you like choose to do it choose to like it ironically i will fully admit that it is just kind of tapping a pleasure center yeah and i i for some reason i don't care right it just i just enjoy it and you're right it's it's literally like they roll out just the greatest hits of their catchphrases and their whatever their character gimmick is like they literally in one part of the episode they just described an episode of the sh- of the original show oh yeah where, where uh dj crashed a car into the kitchen and they just yeah. spent 30 seconds just talking about that episode yeah and that was for no other reason than just to be like here Enjoy. You get you guys remember this one. It's like paying you paying off the audience for watching so much t- television back in the day. Right. That's it, what that's what it's it, yeah and uh yeah, I read some article, I think it was in Splitsiders about consumer comedy how like now people just they're like I remember that. That's comedy. Right. If I remember it, it's comedy. And that is kind of a thing that happens now. I think other shows would go to maybe a little more trouble to hide what they're doing. And yeah, this isn't very, this isn't like well crafted in terms of like the episode of the show. Well, let's describe what happened. In How the dare you say show. that? I think it's very well crafted. It, like there was zero plot. It's, in, in, it's, in, there was zero. Its goals are different than what we've traditionally been taught should be the goals. Right, 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 right. Of also, it's like scripted television. Now that this has the because it doesn't have commercials it has the ability to be as long as it wants this was yeah. a 27 minute episode but i would say in my heart of hearts there is no reason for this to be over 22 minutes <laughs> like probably true like nothing probably true so the the um the well, let's summarize the plot of the episode which sure. is that dj who has three kids mm-hmm. although we only really see her interact with the baby yeah um, is, On this episode, we only see her talk to the baby. And I think in the first episode, for some reason, she spent most of the time with the baby. Well, the first episode, she did a lot of whining about how hard it was going to be to raise three kids oh, on her own. Boy. Oh, boy. She whined so much that finally her sister and Kimmy Gibbler were like, we're moving in. 
Well, which speaks a lot to their friendship and sisterhood. Yeah, I don't know. I, maybe if DJ hadn't bitched and moaned so much, they they could go live their lives. That's, you know? Yeah, that's true. It feels like Kimmy Gibbler's got a lot on her plate. She's in the middle of a separation. She's got a daughter. And DJ has a huge up-and-coming... Uh, uh, sorry, Stephanie has a huge career, it seems, in, uh, as in DJ. She, every time they talk about her life previous to this show, Fuller House, it's like she was... Riding on an elephant with Macy Gray. Who is in this episode. We'll get to that. So She's a the, world traveler. At the beginning of the episode, it's DJ is uh, help do, putting the baby to bed. And, and um, the Stephanie and Kimmy are like, it's girls night out. It's time to have fun tonight. We're yeah. the she-wolf pack, which was definitely a reference to... The, the hang- wolf pack. The wolf pack from The Hangover. So if you like Hangover when they say wolf pack, you'll love the part of this episode where they say she wolf pack. Right. You'll love it because that's Wolf pack's really funny. Right. They've added she. They've added she, which is a funny a- addition. Yeah. And then also Kimmy makes wolf ears and goes, oh, which is cute. Yeah. She does it twice. Um, and they decide to go out to the Euphoria Club. And, yeah. And they take an Uber there. And I like that they are like really hitting on technology, like reminding you how. Right. So, so that's one part is them going to the club Euphoria. And then the other part is that um, Joey. Yeah, Joey is the babysitter is for the, the night. Babysitter. And he's trying to. The kids are only on their uh, devices, their cellular devices. And he smartphones and such and he wants to teach them how to have good old-fashioned fun with super soakers yeah yeah slime slime guns toilet paper bazooka that was a cool gun that was a cool gun. and that's really like we were talking this show is very split into the adult part for adults yes and the kid part for kids and the kids part has all this stuff kids would love like slime and nerf guns and jokes they had a urination joke. yeah i loved the urination joke yeah it was about how one of the kids the littlest kid they're one of the kids pees on the seat or something like that. and he was like you try Hitting the, t- hitting the ball when you're peeing on your tippy toes. Yeah, and then he took out his little <laughs> penis. And he, he, that was a weird part was when weird he part. pulled out his tiny <laughs> little penis. He just took out his tiny little penis and he goes, did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like that He might part. as well have. That part was funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would have been a If that had happened, I would have been like, this show's amazing. I would amazing. have like, just told everybody I know, like, watch <laughs> this episode. This is the craziest, funniest show. Well, yeah. Um, and so that was one part. So, yeah, th- this is what's weird to me about the show that we were talking about before we watched was like, who is this for? I think it is for parents to watch with their kids. Families. It's, it's so split. The part with the kids was very kid-oriented. It's about them playing with silly string and super soakers and kids' jokes. And then the other part is at Club Euphoria, and they're drinking tequila, which yeah. I don't think would ever happen on the original show. I think it's mm-hmm. too adult for the original show. Absolutely. And, I, I don't think you would have ever seen Danny and Jesse going out to a bar. Yeah, and ever. They're, and they're calling each other like sexy. They use the word lesbians in the show. It's yeah, at one point they dance together to win a dance off, Kimmy and DJ, and they are referred to as lesbians. There's sort of a lesbian joke. There's a lesbian joke, and then and then two brothers rip the uh, two brothers who have been hitting on Kimmy and DJ um, rip their shirt opens and shirts open and dance together, and it's mm-hmm. this weird. I mean, like it's, it's homoerotic. Homoerotic. 
Um, and it feels a little bit like, I mean, our theory was that they are, they have gay incest together. <laughs> they have, gay, they have a, you know, just regular sitcom gay incestuous relationship. I'm wondering if they're going to develop this gay incest theme more as the show progresses. I think so. I think those characters will definitely come back and have sex that, with each other on camera. <laughs> I think that there's going to be, yeah, episode five is just full penetration, hardcore pornography. It's called <laughs> Incestor House. Yeah. <laughs> deeper house but like that that to me is the not the conundrum of the show but the thing that makes it so bizarre is i mean maybe uh, like is it are we in a world now that with kids using uh, smartphones and like having access to the internet that they're okay with like parents are okay with they're like if you have a 10 year old watching this yeah drinking tequila and they're, you know what I mean? They're like at a well, club. Is, is that it, even relatable? Is it that crazy to tell your 10-year-old or your 8-year-old, yeah, sometimes mommy goes to a club like this and she drinks. Yeah. I they guess. don't even know what that is. I know. Oh, mommy goes and has something to drink I at guess. a place where you dance. Yeah, maybe I'm super conservative about that. It just, it, you know what it is? It's just, this is what I was saying while we we're watching. It's like, it's weird to me to see characters that I used to watch when they were 10. Yeah. Like get sexy. I just like referring to mommy. Sometimes mo- earlier, my sentences were like, sometimes mommy does this. <laughs> is that okay? If mommy does that? Um, yeah, I know. I totally get it. It, 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 you know, you were talking about that a little bit and you're totally right. They've kind of, um, made DJ and and uh and uh Stephanie and Kimmy into sexual beings. Yeah. They don't go too far. They don't go too far, but in like the but first But it's episode, odd cuz you have... knew them as children. Yes. Yeah. And it's hard to be like I don't want to see them sexual like sexually. Right. I mean, I don't I don't know. I don't know what I want to see from them. <laughs> but, but like you're confused. It's it's confusing. It's, it's... like in that first episode, <laughs> in the first episode <laughs> You saw Steph. Craig's fanning himself right now. He's I'm, I'm you're sweating up. so profusely. <laughs> I'm confused. Um, but like in the first episode, they showed so much of Stephanie's cleavage, and it's like, yeah, who is like? Well, there was a joke about it. Yeah, there, there was, was. There were several jokes about it. They were like, okay, get ready because here are Stephanie Tanner's boobs. Am I a prude? Is that what it is, or is I it, don't know that I, you're a prude. I think, I think that you're bringing up very interesting questions. I think I don't think that the people that made this show or the people that are in this show are thinking about it as deeply as you are. Yeah. And so they're maybe not picking up on some of the um, subtle sort of sexual uh, nature of it, innuendo of it. It's just, it's what it is, is it's bizarre. And I don't think I've ever encountered anything quite like this. You know what I mean? Like I think online people, there are things where like, don't people look at like sexy things of like Homer and Marge having sex? Like, sure. I guess people do. I know I do. Yeah, like, hey, listen, I've I've done it, haven't Check we? Check out the search history. But like, there Homer are... Marge fuck pics. Yeah, <laughs> go to homermargefuckpics.com. <laughs> I run the site and uh, I'll give you a free premium membership. Um, but like, I know that that has to be like a fetish, you know, like that type of thing. But it, it it's so weird to me. It's, it's really it's, odd. It's, especially um, when you're like all juxtaposing it with like Joey running around in a Red Wings. Yeah. Like, which, like he's he's in his like hockey jersey being like mucking it up with kids. You were like in a Nickelodeon show. You were like yeah. in an old 90s Nickelodeon show when you went to the kids yeah, section. Yeah, they, they literally like slimed that people. Right. They were sliming each other. Um, slimy each other. That feels sexual now too. Yeah, that's really. Um, but. I, you know, I, 
I don't know. I don't think it's meant that way. I think that it's not meant to be as overtly sexual as maybe we're we're I guess it's we're reading into it's it. It's more realistic. I'll say that. Yeah. Like it is like more realistic that they're dealing with them going out at night and drinking tequila and having breasts. Maybe, you know, there's something about like they're on Netflix. They're not as censored. Right. That's true. As they, especially as they were in the 80s and 90s. So maybe they're like the writers are like we can show a scene like this. Yeah, I guess they're not making like a Wizards of like I haven't seen for instance, I haven't seen um what's the one? Girl Meets World. Girl yeah, I haven't World. either. Girl Meets World is on I think like ABC Family. I assu- I can't really say, but I assume it's less sexy with I think it's more family oriented. ABC Family is now freeform, correct? What does that mean? That's a very good question. Whoa. So ABC Thank Family, <laughs> well, because it's so ridiculous. ABC Family was do I bet I bet it is pretty risqué on ABC really? Family because they've been doing so many kind of like risqué like you know, Frank talk like teenager shows oh, okay. uh, that show, you know, I mean like girls that are pregnant and have had sexual experiences and things like right, this right. that recently they decided to lose the ABC family and they changed their network name to when my mind, the worst network name I've ever heard Freeform. Oh my God. So when you said Freeform, you literally meant Freeform. I meant the name of the network. Yeah. And they, it was like this big thing. And I was just like, what the, what the fuck are you talking about? But maybe that's like a word that, I don't know. I think they're mostly going for like tweens, tweens. you know? So that's cool. Maybe that's a word that resonated with their focus groups or something. It's just so odd. It doesn't, it's not a good word. It's no, not a good title for anything. It doesn't tell you what it is. I mean, freeform. I guess if you're a teen and you're like, I don't want to be boxed in. I want to be freeform. Yeah, it's not regimented and structured form. But I definitely, I think what it is is like, I'm just, I guess I'm just out of touch that I've, I've only been watching like intense dramas yeah. or or like comedy that's in my you know whatever alt comedy stuff that i have sure. no idea what a tv show for a family should even look like that's a, that's you know and all that stuff's really good stuff and then i like to watch something like this because it comes off as really weird to me it is bizarre i don't i'm not able to quite expect even though you might say this is a predictable show i'm not quite able to get in the headspace where i'm able to predict it i'm always like, like i cannot believe that they went ahead and did that like macy gray was in this episode so yes. for me that was very confusing because i know macy gray from high school she had one big song called i try or whatever it was i try I don't to even say know. goodbye and i choke oh i love that song i try to That's walk her? away and i stumble i've got a good impression of this and girl i try to hide it it's clear my world crumble when you are not near that's beautiful thank you but so she was in this episode and I was like, is she still around? Not in a mean way of like one hit wonder, but like, is, is she still like referenceable? Like, it, you, like does, I it, mean, it, barely. Yeah. I can't imagine. She feels like a fourth choice. Yeah. Like a sixth choice. Yeah. And, um, and she was also a really weird energy. 
too. She she's, had a weird energy. Well, anytime you bring a musician on a show, they're not always the like the best in comedy actors. Yeah. Or you know, I think oh, comedy yeah. is sometimes even harder than drama too, because yes. it requires like weird tricks that you know, like timing, weird timing, timing and yeah. stuff. And then, but I thought she did pretty great. She had some funny, funny stuff in there. She, but they gave her some so, funny lines. It was just very bizarre. What was the line? This is not a Macy Gray line, but the line where we were like, "Oh my god, oh, that's yeah. a first draft oh, kind yeah, of a line." I forget what the exact. Oh lead yeah, up, the lead up was. Forget like, it, DJ. Okay, so during the dance competition, Fernando, Kimmy Gibbler's separated husband, right? Is there is there a competition in the dance comp he, contest? He's dancing with some hussy or some girlfriend. Yeah, and and DJ and and uh, Kimmy are dancing together. Like to I had the time of my life, mm-hmm. and he turns to her and she says, he goes, "Forget it, DJ. You're out of your league." And and she goes, "No, I'm not out of my league. I'm in a league." A bowling league and then she does this crazy sort of like dance where she's bobbing her head in like complete confidence and it's like what was that jo- like she does that because the joke just hangs there in what space. was that joke like it just it just falls it like a pound of bricks it just didn't fit the character at all and it doesn't make sense there's been no reference like is she in a bowling league? well because i think that- she is she's the whole show is about how she has no time to herself. So is she in a bowling league? That's what uh, I don't know. I think that her whole thing is that she's square. She's right. the square oh, right, one. Right, 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 right. So maybe that's what they were kind of going for. But a bowling league isn't that square. I mean, it's it's. I feel like that could be a fun thing for a woman. <laughs> <laughs> a woman, a woman could enjoy that sort of thing. I believe, from my point of view, that she a could woman sink her could. menstrual cycle with the other members of her league, and they could d- discuss their menstrual cycle. Yes, while bowling. while bowling. Yes, I think that it is just incredible to me to just do a joke. What joke do we go for here? It's just like a joke on how like there's two types of leagues. Yeah, the, there's the league that you're out of your league, and then whoa, there's a real league like a bowling league. Use the word league. I would twice. E- even say that if she said softball league, that would have just fit better. Or like, yeah, like it's true. A, a trivia league. Like yeah. I don't even that it still wouldn't be funny, a but at least I don't, I don't know. That would have been worse. Is that something? <laughs> a trivia league. I know they're trivia. Nights. I would I would have loved it if she said trivia league. Because I would have been like, "What are you talking you about?" Would have just spent what the are you talking next about? Minute and a half just thinking. Yeah. Um. So what 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 do you think in general about reboots? Be, or like what? I don't mm-hmm. even know what these are. These aren't really reboots. They're um. It's a reboot. A reboot. Uh, or wait, is it? Uh, it's sort of a sequel series, yeah, it's right? Sort of, yeah, it's a yeah. Sequel series. It's not a reboot. It's not a uh, reimagining, really. It's a re. Yeah, like X Files came back. I, I think this they would have done. I think it would have been more artistic to go. Uh, let's do another Full House, and let's let's do it, you know, with a modern family in like the same situation. What would that be like? Right. That's a very interesting way to start a show, but then you lose what to most people is the only thing that they want to see, which is have mercy, cut it out. Yeah. You lose like. To, it's this weird thing now where the idea of the thing was is not the thing. The idea of a family, they lose a parent, other people come in to help the family. That's an in, that's to me that's an intriguing storyline. That's fuck storyline. Right. That's not what people pay their ticket to see for Full House. They just want to see the greatest hits. Well, it's like you kind of like it's like people mistake. Um, 
I don't know, clothes for the person. Like the full house, the person is this story about these people that come together to raise kids. But the what the outfit, the surface, that's all people want. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right. I think I get what you're saying. Pro, I don't know that I do, <laughs> but I, t- I I took a shot at it. I it took a shot at it. It sounded very scholarly. It, it, at first. Yeah, at yeah. Fr- <laughs> I will give you at first it did. But I just, it's, it's just, it's like, I also wonder what it must feel like for them, like to be back in those roles. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they, I don't know much about their lives between I, then I, and now. I just I, know that I haven't seen them in anything else. Yeah, that's why I think, are they, they must be psyched. Because, first of all, they must have so much money from the originals. I mean, they play in reruns so often in so many been a while Countries. now though it's been a while but i mean there's still channels that must be playing them certainly if they if they played their cards right they're all multimillionaires. um that's that's certainly possible yeah i mean it's easy to not play your cards right though that's you true. hear people all the time who aren't necessarily complete you know wild lunatics losing their money from something that happened that long ago right, it happened true. a little while ago it did happen i, mean, long I think ago. it went off the air in the Probably 90s 94 95 something like that yeah i know jody sweden had some hard times god bless her mm-hmm. but um in i feel like in one way doesn't it does it feel bad to be bad like i know it must feel like happy to see everybody again and all that but like that you're like i i'm just doing that same old thing again you know there's, I, mean? I think there's two modes of thought on this, and I think about it sometimes when I see like a really great uh, movie actor who's now doing like kind of a dumb show, what right. I consider to be kind of a dumb show, which is like the one way of looking at it is like you're an artist, and you're you know to be an artist you're supposed to break new ground all the time and do new things and stretch yourself and become better, and then the other is sort of like a, a more practical take where you're like oh you gotta work it's a job a, a job is a, a job is and a if job. i gave something to that character that people enjoyed enough to want to see again this this long later yeah then maybe it's okay you know i think you can certainly respect people going in either direction yeah no i i respect them i mean yeah. I, I don't i'm not like looking down on them being like how could you I well mean, i certainly think i'm the type of person who's been guilty of looking down on oh uh, i've looked stuff. down on plenty of things pop culture snob totally um and i still i, I struggle with the whole, that whole idea or like when i you know when i'm critiquing things because we all do when we watch them like is this really is this beneath this person is this beneath me yeah 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 I don't know, but lately I've been trying to lighten up a little bit. I know I'm trying to do that same thing, like because this, like, you know, uh, this is to me like what I would call like a piece of shit, <laughs> like the sure. show. You know what I mean, sure. Like just in in general terms, it's a sort of a turd, <laughs> but like, <laughs> but like, <laughs> totally. But, but yeah, like there is something like trying to be like, yeah, okay, Macy Gray, sure, bowling league, okay, yeah, like they did it. They're all trying to. At the end of the day, they're all just doing their thing that's the thing um i saw Patton oswald on some show i can't remember one of the late night talk shows and he said the the reason he stopped complaining about the phantom menace is that when he started working in movies like, like him and his friends thought it was such shit and they right, spent right, right. he said you know they spent days of their lives just going what you know going over how shitty it was and how it would have been fixed and then once you spent a little time working on movies he was like ah it's just people are like working really hard yeah. and doing their level their 100 percent best 
talented people to bring you a turd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That happens all, and all the and time. Some of them are good people, and they're great just, people, yeah, yeah, yeah. smart. Good actors. Yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, you can just be in a turd. You're in a big turd. I can't, like, that's the other thing is like, I'll be on a turd someday. I hope, sure. I hope I live to be in a big turd. Well, you know what I mean? I'd be lucky to be on a turd. Yeah, I'd love to be a turd. You know, a funny thing. About I should the, be so lucky. The Phantom Menace is that um, I want my friend Rory sent me this behind the scenes from, I guess, the Phantom Menace DVD. Yeah. And they show the auditions for Anakin Skywalker, the little kid. Yeah. They show three kids. And, <laughs> like, literally one of the kids was so good. Like, he was yeah. so perfect. And the kid who ended up playing Anakin, they show his audition. And it's just, you know, it's awkward. It's stunted and whatever. And George Lucas is like, we got to go with that kid, whoever the kid that they chose. He's like, he doesn't Jake really, Lloyd. Jake Lloyd. He, he says something like, He's not good all the time, but when he's good, he's good. The other kid is great, but yeah. I like that this kid is really uneven. Like, he basically <laughs> he's basically says, like, let's pick the worst kid because, Why? you know, I know. Yeah, it, it, he actually basically describes it that way. That's, well. It just makes no sense. He, he but he, was, maybe he had a look that I think, Lucas liked more. I think he was like, there's a gem inside there, you know what I mean? And yeah. I'll be able to get it out. And he just, I mean, listen. Was I, there? No, I don't know. I don't. Well, those movies are movie those movies are real bad, and and the worst part is probably like the little kid stuff. Oh God! Well, also it's like to be a child actor is an awful. Like, good for these people to, that they ended up on the right side of like being a child actor. They're not yeah. like totally fucked up. Yeah, it's interesting. So most child actors end up having some problems there are a lot of child actors that have problems and then also there's this documentary i want to see called open secret that i haven't seen yet but it's about um like kids being taken like basically adults yeah like met not like touching kid like it's about the oh, bad sexual, the real bad stuff sexual like abuse. Corey feldman talks about it a lot it's fucking crazy. yeah like in the 80s i'm sure ugh Michael Jackson touched him? Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, probably. Michael Jackson and him hung out for a while. Yeah, they hung out. Then Corey aged out of that relationship. But he still dresses like Michael Jackson when he does performances. I don't think that Michael touched anybody. This is me. This is pure conjecture. Go for it. Let's hear it. uh, Pure conjecture. I don't think that he... I think he... I think that he had strong, inappropriately strong friendships with kids you know what i mean yeah because he thought he was a little kid in his brain so he had like the type of friendship you have when you're 11 and your best friend's 11 he could only relate to people on a childish level because he his childhood was stunted so much yeah but also like that doesn't make it appropriate you know you know no no i mean there was but he he had problems he, he was fucked he was fucked up Big time. Oh, totally. By, by yeah. everything. By being a, it was the the music version of a child actor. Yeah. Ugh. So it's a cycle that continues. It was a cycle for Michael. Michael cycle. Michael cycle. Michael caught in the cycle. Michael caught in the cycle. 
Nacy he's Gray. dead. He, oh my God! Yes, he, he died. Is. He's dead and loving it. He That's... killed himself the slowest I've ever seen someone commit suicide. Oh my God! Just so slowly. Have you watched the "This Is It" like rehearsal-y things? No. That was the big. That was the big. Um, the big show he was going to do in London or wherever, and right. he is. It's so disturbing what he looks like because he yeah. is like pole thin pole thin uh, truly a a ghoul's face uh, he is as ghoulish as a ghoul can ghoul i i feel bad because uh, i i mean this has been said a million times but good god like the talent just the coming off of him in waves yeah like every single moment that you saw him perform he did something you've never seen anybody do yeah you were like like it's the kind of thing where like there's a lot of types of performances uh let's just say musicians singers where someone might look and go yeah and someone else might go that's a star right michael jackson everybody goes yes i get it yes i see what he's doing that's why he was that i mean he was gigantic yes that's you you just can't come away and objectively not see that he's amazing oh man taylor swift who gives a shit i don't get it i'm not a girl I I don't know. You shouldn't have to be, I think. But good should just be good. Good is good, guys. Good is good. And Fuller House is grouse. 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 If you had to come up... I haven't done this in a while. If you had to come up with a um, drinking game for Fuller House, what would it be? Oh, geez. Well, the simple thing to go to is you take down all the catchphrases. All the old... Here's the yeah. thing. In a, in a world where they're living off of 20-year-old catchphrases, almost 30-year-old, Yeah. how can they come up with new ones? They're not going to. They're well, not, they should give the, the new little kids The kids should be like, I cleaned it. Yeah, you like should. That. They should have their own because those kids have to appear on Fullest House in 20 years. Oh, my God. Okay, so there's uh, any catchphrases. I'm going to say anytime... Um, Stephanie is you. You re, like they show off her breasts in a certain way. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, by that logic, I might make the drinking game drink anytime that you feel uncomfortable during yes, the show. Yes, in any way. Yeah, and in that case, you really—is it really a game anymore? I mean, you're just sort of doing what alcoholics do, which is fine. Which is yeah. one of the demographics that they're going for on Netflix. <laughs> you know, you said it was that. Well, we both kind of said it's for families. I think it's for. I think this is a show for single moms and their families. I think that could be right. If your husband was a firefighter and he died fighting fires, this is the show for you. This is for DJ. This is for all the DJs out there. This is a significant number, and it's Netflix, so ratings don't matter. Gosh, yeah, it does. They don't matter, bro. I wonder why they decided. I think we're seeing a shift with Netflix where Netflix was the boutique yes. like way to get television for a little while. And so they focused on kind of – this is how all things start. This is kind of how HBO started back when nobody had HBO. Where And HBO is still a little like this where they focus on like, you know, uh, college-educated right. um, mm. professionals will enjoy this premium service. And that's what Netflix was at first. Right. And then as the, as the thing becomes more mainstream, they kind of drop some of that pretense and they're just like – here you go, guys. So eventually, Netflix is just to, it'll just have its own version of Dancing with the Stars yeah, and so Survivor. Yeah, it'll just be... it'll stop. Tra- it'll it'll start trying to appeal to as many people as possible because it'll be competing with 
uh, I guess it'll be competing with like Hulu and, and Amazon. Stop trying to have good movies on their uh, like good old movies. Yeah. They they uh, documentaries, yes, and com like stand up specials, yes, but movies are no. The no. the movies they've really abandoned. I don't know who is getting the better movies now. I have. I have Hulu and Amazon and uh, Netflix. Same here. I have HBO. That's too many. I know. I I, I think Amazon. I got tricked into having it. Yeah, but I I I liked I liked Transparent. I like Transparent too. Yeah, and there's something else. I watched Mozart on the in the jungle. How was that? Yeah, you know. You know? It's my favorite. That's my favorite show to reference casually to see if anybody's like, "What?" Yeah, yeah. So like, you'd be like, "Oh man, just I, sorry, I'm late. I was getting caught up on Mozart in the Jungle." Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't. Yeah, I'm wearing dirty clothes. I couldn't do laundry. I was watching Mozart in the Jungle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, like the kind of show that I like to watch, like say, you know, like CSI or Mozart in the Jungle. Yeah. Um, your father passed away, but he wanted you to know that he was watching Mozart in the Jungle. Another thing that's really funny now is DVD sets because there's absolutely no need for them anymore. Right. So how funny is it to just apropos of nothing, like just get your friend the full set of Mozart in the Jungle? <laughs> <laughs> there's no way it's funny season one bro no no way that mozart in the jungle will, will ever be on dvd is that it's crazy? gotta be right i have no idea they're not gonna make discs why would they it is weird because you can watch it anytime you want so why do they but they make like hbo shows into uh still they, sure, they still make sure. them into dvd sets but if you have hbo go you can watch any show they've ever done anytime you want Except for I looked up a documentary they did and they didn't have it today. They got rid of some stuff. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, they don't have the entire real sex series on there, Craig. What's the? Yeah, that's what you I was. Pervert. Looking, I was looking for something else that I won't even. I was looking for a thing about. This is going to sound such such a downer, but about assisted suicide. Oh my god. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why they would take that off there. Yeah, I know. Seems like a lot of people would be wanting to watch that all the time. Yeah, I was watching it for research, not for. Of course. Guys, I'm fine. You seem very optimistic. Thank you. You did ask me if I wanted to take all of your most precious things. All of my Mozart in the Jungle DVDs. Yeah. You did offer them to me. Um, well, I thank you, Jared, so much for coming on and uh, watching Floor House with me. W- would you like to plug some things? Oh, pl- uh, please, if you don't mind. Please go ahead. I have an album called My Brave Battle. It's on iTunes or anywhere you get albums. Awesome. And I have... Uh, my own podcast, I want to have you on immediately. My podcast is called The Secret Masters. And again, that's on iTunes. And it's just kind of like a geeky podcast. I think the last two episodes have been about... Uh, oh, no, the ones we just taped. I taped one on cults last night. And the one before that that I taped was on Magic the Gathering. Awesome. So it's stuff like that. That sounds very great. Yeah. Listen to those things. Get them, guys. He's funny. We're having a good time. Please, yeah. Well, thanks. thanks for stopping by. Dude, my pleasure. Thank you so much again to Jared Logan for stopping by. And thank you so much for listening. Please, this is a podcast that you like. Please tell a friend that you like it and tell that friend that they should listen to it. Because isn't that what friends do? Friends look out for friends, and friends tell friends when friends like things. So if a friend likes a thing, tell another friend about the thing. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Have a early night. I forget how this ends. Adios, amigos.